At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited to host the 193rd edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. You're tuned in to Talking With T. It's February 4th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, the late civil rights icon, Rosa Parks. This month kicks off Black History Month. It was sparked by Dr. Carter G. Woodson in 1926 when he created Negro History Week and was observed the second week of February. Many people claim the month of February was chosen because it's the shortest month of the year, but Woodson chose that week in this month to honor the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. We on Talking With T celebrate the legacy of our ancestors all through the year. We get it. We should not limit the acknowledgement of the contributions of African Americans to one month. Yet, we also understand that during this month, most like any holiday, We set aside time to put emphasis on African-American history and share an intentional focus on our achievements. Trying to mature and grow without knowing your history is like trying to grow a tree without roots. Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. History, despite its wrenching pain, cannot be unlived, but if faced with courage, need not be lived again. Maya Angelou. On this date in history, Tony Dungy became the first African-American head coach to win the Super Bowl when his Colts defeated the Chicago Bears in 2007. Also on this date, a stamp of Sojourner Truth was issued by the U.S. Postal Service. Hello, this is Calvin Taylor Skinner, and it's a great opportunity as we uh, recognize this is Black History Month uh, to recognize those political figures who laid the path uh, for us, and hopefully we are inspired by names such as Harold Revel, uh, who was the first senator, uh, black senator out of Mississippi in 1870. And then we have PBS Pinchback, uh, the first uh, black governor uh, out of Louisiana, elect, uh, appointed in 1872. Uh, we have Shirley Chisholm, uh, who was the first black um, nominee of a major party in 1972. She ran as president um, in the Democratic Party. And Barbara Jordan, uh, who was elected to the Texas uh, legislature, uh, the first black woman to do so back in 1966. And these people made the path uh, for such person as uh, Carol Mosley Braun, the first black woman elected to uh, the U.S. Senate uh, from Illinois. And then we have Colin Powell, uh, the first black secretary of state. And uh, Condoleezza Rice, the first black woman uh, secretary of state. And, of course, President Barack Obama, the first black president elected for these United States. Uh, these people should uh, give us inspiration to uh, realize what we could do as we Um, celebrate, of course, our history, our heritage of the past, but also what we can do to create future history. Um, Please understand these uh, people, know these people, study these people, and be inspired uh, to 
uh, create, again, future history. Happy Black History Month. The month of February is also recognized as American Heart Month and National Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, among other recognitions. The theme this month is Love Is. Love can be the remedy for a lot that's wrong in the world. Love makes you sacrifice and forgive. Love breeds compassion and empathy and gratitude and charity. Love is soft and love is hard. Love is kind and gentle and sweet. You are encouraged to love your fellow man and love yourself. Before I move on, I want to share a letter penned by ex-NFL star Martellus Bennett, which has now become a book. The description reads, Dear Black Boy, is a letter of encouragement to all of the black boys around the world who feel like sports are all they have. It is a reminder that they are more than athletes, more than a jersey number, more than a great crossover or a 40-yard dash, that the biggest game that they'll ever play is the game of life. And there are people rooting for them off of the courts and fields, not as athletes, but as future leaders of the world. The same things that make these strong, beautiful black boys great on whatever playing surface they choose are the same things that will propel them forward in life. Mental toughness, dedication, passion, determination and effort. All are things that carry over into the game of life with the right preparation Every black boy can win. Bennett said, we have to give black boys the space to dream and allow them to dream the dreams that they want and not have society dream the dreams for them. You can read more information and the link to purchasing the book on my website, www.talkingwitht.com. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Grammy winning R&B singer James Ingram dies at the age of 66. Iconic rapper Craig Mack died at the age of 46 from heart failure. Although well-remembered, Mack had left the hip-hop life to focus more on his spiritual growth and religion. Missing Tennessee teen Savannah Pruitt has been found, which is good news. The bad news is that her adopted father has been arrested and charged with rape. Five police officers were injured as they exchanged gunfire after trying to serve a drug-related warrant in Houston, Texas. Two of the suspects were shot and killed during the incident. Polar Vortex brings extremely cold record-breaking temperatures across the U.S. 21 deaths were attributed to the cold weather. A Chicago hospital saw more than 50 cases of frostbite as it saw historic low temperatures. Sadly, a two-year-old girl in Akron, Ohio was found frozen to death on her porch. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T.
Listeners, I have the know-it-all Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, to help review trending news. I appreciate the both of you providing insight and input as we discuss hot topics, issues, and such. We're going to start today with Empire star Jesse Smollett. The media was all in a frenzy and everybody was here for this story that came out describing Jesse getting attacked. And if you wouldn't mind sharing with the listeners the details to the story, because it's just crazy. I'm still trying to get my mind right about what happened. All righty. So uh, apparently uh, Jesse Smollett was a victim, as you said, of a hate crime um, at about 2 o'clock Tuesday morning, this past Tuesday morning in Chicago. He left his apartment to go to Subway and get a sandwich. On his way back from Subway, he was, attacked by two men wearing Make America Great hats, and uh, they called him all sorts of expletives that were racially and homophobic expletives, which we can't say on the air, uh, but I'm pretty sure that uh, listeners can put two and two together. And mm-hmm. they poured an unknown substance on him, which they later found out was bleach, and he had a new side around his neck. So... Um, again, this is being called a hate crime, and it's, it seems to get more and more bizarre as the days go on. Uh, they have 
found surveillance video with two supposed persons of interest. A neighbor, according to TMZ, said that she found that she noticed a strange redneck-looking man walking around the apartment building at that hour uh, prior to the attack. So we're just waiting to see what other details are going to unfold. It's, like I said, it's been very, very interesting, and it's getting crazier and crazier by the day. And also, interestingly enough, of course, the Internet has had a field day with this story uh, with people expressing support for him as well as those who have conspiracy theories. There was even a screenshot of a FaceTime conversation between Jesse and Empire creator Lee Daniels which mm. caused many people to question the validity of the attack. But, again, I, I just, I'm just merely reporting what we have heard and what little bit we know. And, as I said, we're waiting for all the details to come forth before, I guess, render that final Final judgment, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, Pam, what's your take before I, before I put my two cents in? It just seems strange. It's just I'm not saying that he didn't get assaulted or attacked, because I do believe he got assaulted or attacked. I just think that he's not telling the complete story about how he got attacked or what happened, because, for one, um, how many Caucasian men do we know that hang around the subway, that look at Empire, walking around Chicago and that part of town in, in Make America Great Again hat, you know, looking for right. gangsters, and carrying around a noose in their pockets. So I don't understand that. And then for them to not want to give up the phone, him and his manager, they said the manager said he was on the phone with them when the attack happened, and now they, they don't want to give up their phone to the police. So that seems suspicious. What's in your phone that you don't want nobody to see? Girl. Oh, well, we ain't talking about me. Uh, carry on. <laughs> Wait a minute, Felicia. <laughs> right. I wouldn't want to give mine up either. <laughs> but okay, so that what you're sharing, Pam, I think is what's caused some suspicion. Some of the details just don't make sense. And when things don't make sense, it casts doubt. I wanna support him and I hope it all comes together and I hope he's being honest because we know that there are hate crimes. We know that there are haters. We know that there are people who lash out for Whatever reason, they have such hatred in their heart. I mean, we recently have covered stories about people walking into the Kroger's. I don't know if y'all remember not too long ago, the guy walked into Kroger's, shot a man and a woman just because they were black. Um, it's happened. So I don't want to discount it yet. I'm just saying it seems strange. I get, I get why people have some doubt. But it also seems so strange that you sit here thinking, can you really make this stuff up? Now, some of the things that caused doubt was who was walking around with a rope in their pocket and why did he still have it around his neck when the police came? I'm just saying maybe when they beat him up, he was in shock. His, his, he couldn't see how to get it off. I don't know. Um, no, I think they had some... Uh... Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian Grey stuff going oh, on. Oh, er. open Oh, well, let's move on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to move on to the other big social media debate caused quite a frenzy. This was about B. Smith and her husband, Dan Gatsby. So as it goes, B. Smith has Alzheimer's, and as expected, 
her husband is her caregiver. What wasn't expected is that he would move in his girlfriend, and he said, quote, I love my wife, but I can't let her take my life. So this is what I had to say about it, and then I'm interested in what y'all think. I'm also interested in what our listeners think. I feel like many spouses transition from companion to get caregiver. When you're with someone a long time, we age, and along with age comes health issues. It could be Alzheimer's. It could be cancer. It could be a number of things, and that's just a part of it. That's life. It comes with the territory, and so some of it I feel is simple. Number one, there's no debate that he's breaking his vows, as he stated. He's disrespecting a home that his wife helped establish. So there are many people that cheat, though. And let's, you know, be clear, he is cheating because that's what cheating is. Whether she knows it or not, just, you know, it's like many people right here in their right minds have unfaithful husbands. They don't know their husband's cheating. So the complexity is that he has love for his wife, which is why he wants her taken care of. And he still wants to maintain a sense of happiness for himself. And although we don't find that agreeable, I guess we can understand it. And my definition of love, which the theme for this month is love is, a part of that is sacrifice. You know, it's not always going to be rosy. And when it's not, when there are some thorns that come up, you deal with it. My biggest issue is that he uses his vows as an excuse for staying with his wife. Like he says, to death do us part. How are you just going to pick one vow and disregard the others? And as far as the girlfriend, people say, how can she do that? What kind of woman is she? Her loyalty's to herself. She got a whole room and board, living girlfriend. I wouldn't trust her past, well, anyway, I'm just saying, we always talk about the woman, but her loyalty is to herself. She didn't take any vows. So I'm just going to set her to the side for a minute. Well, all right. So I, as you were telling the story, I was sitting here with the most confused expression because I was thinking, okay, like you, what happened to for better for worse, richer for poor, sickness and in health? It sounds like to me that um, – he's trying to cash in on the richer part because I'm pretty sure, um, if I remember B. Smith correctly, she was mm. quite popular with the uh, lifestyle. Uh, right. She was kind of considered the African-American Martha Stewart. So, right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure even with, in her current condition, she still has coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the husband is probably trying to milk this for all it's worth financially, and I wouldn't be surprised if side chick is getting the kickback on this thing, too. Right, because, well, she living there. Ain't right. no surprise. Yeah. Right. You, she, she has came into the ready-made home that she didn't help build. They mm-hmm. built that themselves. And, you know, he was he was the, the best husband before this. You can't take that from him, and you have to commend him that he didn't leave her or put her in a nursing facility. So I can I can give that. But this situation is crazy. And then they're going to be on Dr. Eyes Tuesday, and I will be tuning in, him and the girlfriend. Oh, okay. We'll That's how to be interested. Yeah. Yeah, he said yeah. they've been receiving death threats. People have popped up on them 
on the streets, all kind of crazy stuff. People ain't playing about B. Smith, boy. Well, what did he put it out there for then? We didn't have to even know. She wasn't no talent. We didn't have to know. Right. He didn't want to. I'm thinking he put this out here for publicity or he knew it was going to be some backlash. She was, she was loved. And then for the woman, um, to say, you know, it takes, it's a full time job. People just don't understand, um, what we go through. First of all, it it ain't no we. See, I'm getting hot and I'm. And, and, well, well, and second of all, second of all, y'all not the only people to deal with Alzheimer's, with loved ones who have Alzheimer's. So I personally know it's difficult. But you know what? Love is a choice and commitment. Pam, I'm hot with you, too. I'm I'm getting hot, too. If if he needed help, he could have got home health to come and help. His daughter is there. You know, I if he if he wanted to have relations with another woman while his wife is tra- going through transitions with Alzheimer's, then okay, you did not. Have, my thing is, you didn't have to bring her to the house. That part, that, 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 that part, all of that, and they say they say that there were several occasions when she had gotten on to him when she was in her right mind about him being flirtatious. So, in my opinion. Right. She wouldn't want this happening. Look at here. Let me tell y'all something. Let's say this publicly right now. Pam, my girls, I already said, I want y'all to burn my house down if another woman ever come up in there. And if she do, y'all know I ain't in my right mind. Y'all know I ain't. Burn it down, honey. Just burn it on down. Put me in a home and burn the house down. Mm. You drive from Memphis to, 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 uh, to egg on the, uh, on the uh, burning. I, yeah. I, I would, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Bring the kerosene all the way from Memphis, Jay, please. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Pam, you know, God forbid it ever happens, but, you know, you keep me in the loop. Dan, him, he said, well, I told um, I told her that I had a girlfriend, but I don't think she quite understood. You think? Oh, let's move on because I felt the cut. Yeah. That, well... One more thing I want to just talk about quickly. We just absorbed the shock of R. Kelly and that series surviving R. Kelly and all that foolishness and why he's still walking us. Well, I know why, because he had them sign all these agreements and such, and people are greedy. Parents were greedy. I'm just going to be all mad on this show. I'm not going to talk about that. What I want to talk about is this documentary now i guess it's a documentary or considered one leaving neverland so it's not out yet right it's just been featured at what sundance and a couple other venues yes it's been at sundance and where it received a standing ovation so what's the deal here yes two of michael jackson's former child companions and they've come forward to discuss alleged sexual abuse that they endured at the neverland ranch you know, it's co-produced by... Pause. Pause. Did you call them child companions? <laughs> what? What that mean? You know what? What's that mean? I'm going to you clear that up for me. That's what Michael Jackson used to call them, his child companions. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reading what is in, what is in, in the movie. Go ahead. You know, so it's, it's co-produced by HBO and it's going to add two parts later on this year. They said sometimes the spring, but Sundance, it got 
rave reviews at Sundance. Everybody loved it. Now, the family is not happy about it, um, but they said this story goes deeper than the alleged abuse. It goes, um, it interviews the, the men's families, the, the now wives, and they evidently had came out before with this, but it was kind of pushed under the rug. Um, Michael, oh. they said Michael Jackson told them if you come out, I'm going to spend the rest of my life in jail and you don't want that. Um, so it's going to, it's supposed to be real good. And real revealing, right? Real revealing. They said this is the most revealing documentary to date. Now, we all knew, just like, you know, we kind of knew this thing with R. Kelly when he married Aaliyah, something wasn't right. We knew what no grown man supposed to be having slumber parties and playing with monkeys and, and all that mess. But there were so many excuses, and we loved his music, and we loved him. We just didn't want it to be true. We knew that he had been robbed of his childhood. You know, I always thought he was kind of mentally not an adult. Like, he got stuck somewhere between childhood and adulthood. But at the end of the day, he was a grown man. Right. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully these types of stories won't continue happening. Ten years from now, 20 years from now, hopefully there won't be documentaries about people that we have allowed to gain fame and fortune while they were abusing or misusing people. Maybe people will come out and tell it. I hope that this is the last of of such documentaries. It's running me low, and it's making me tired. I understand. And where else can we leave or survive? And the big issue is also that Michael isn't here to defend himself. Right. I don't even right. know if he would come and defend himself. You know how his persona was? You know, he kind of just, I don't know. But, yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. So we'll see. We shall. Well, I'll tell you what, let that be it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week as we uh, talk about Love Is. We'll be getting closer to Valentine's Day, and we might have some suggestions, some advice for Valentine's and Valentine's. So I was trying to be the best, the best side chick I can be. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I, I wasn't ready for that this week, Pam. I'm, I'm, oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say <laughs> next week. <laughs> and I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, your online daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Love yourself as much as you want to be loved by someone else. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with T.